Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from this past weekend, diving into today's betting slate as well, and we cap it off with our last call pick segment where we give you our betting card for today. Now, before we get into today's episode, this show is also brought to you by our sponsors over at Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and right now the World Cup as well. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account, use code SHOOTERS, or Shooters ON if you're located in Ontario. And please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. And it is available to persons in Ontario only. And lastly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Given we're based out of Saskatchewan as well, we have the number for the Saskatchewan Gambling Hotline as well in the ticker down below. So with that, let's get right into the show. Let's talk about how the weekend was on the betting side of things. It was an okay Friday, Saturday, but yesterday really was uh, a kick in the gut. We had a very tough day yesterday on the betting side of things. But Friday, we were 2-1. and one. Saturday, we went 1-2 and two college basketball-wise and Oh, and one on the NHL side. But then yesterday was a disaster. Just didn't have a lot of things go our way, whether it was the NFL or college basketball yesterday. It's not what we were looking for. But overall, I, you know, we're going to bounce back and we're going to have a good Monday, try and end the month of uh, November strong. So let's start. We got to talk about the big game that was yesterday. It was tweeting about it all weekend. That being the Canada game versus Croatia. Um, Canada scored in the opening minute and I was at the lobby bar here in Regina place went absolutely nuts. Uh, I got together with some good friends of mine to watch the game, but you know, when Canada took the early lead, I felt like they had a, a legitimate shot of potentially getting all three points more likely one point. Cause that's what I was hoping for yesterday. But after that goal, Croatia took over their quality just took over as a whole they had one goal called back due to offside, and then they just they scored two in the first half, two in the second, and let's just face it, they beat us down yesterday. It, it was a demoralizing loss when you, you get your hopes up thinking that you can advance, but nonetheless, this Canada team 
they went on a phenomenal run. They still have a game left against Morocco, and I fully expect that they're going to come out and try and get a point, if not all three out of that game. But overall, Canada's quality, Atiba Hutchinson, he got his 100th cap. Shout out to him. He's been a great uh, mentor for a lot of these young guys, and he's been there for a long time. Unfortunately, he was just too slow yesterday. Um, it turned into a, an Alfonso Davies versus Croatia game. But nonetheless, super proud of Canada uh, getting to the World Cup. I didn't expect this to happen until 2026 uh, at all, but they made it here. They went on a great run, and hopefully they can pick up a point, if not three, against Morocco. That game's going to be, I believe it's on Thursday this week, so I'm very hopeful that that's how things are going to go. Now, we're talking about other results from the weekend. Uh, a lot of surprising ones World Cup-wise. Um, Japan beat Coach. Uh, Costa Rica beat Japan 1-0 yesterday. Morocco beat Belgium. We saw Germany and Spain drew in their game. Um, and there's just been a lot of upsets all throughout this tournament. I think that's why it's been so tough to bet on because there's been a lot of lower scoring games, but also a ton of upsets. So uh, I've been struggling on the betting side with World Cup, but I've really enjoyed watching it. On the college football side, we saw Michigan. They absolutely beat down Ohio State for the second straight year so. Ohio State fans obviously are very upset. They could still make it into the playoffs at this point, a one-loss team. We saw teams like LSU lose this weekend. Clemson lost as well. So there is a path for them to potentially get in, but it doesn't look great for them. Georgia, TCU, and Bama, they all picked up victories this weekend. So I think it's safe to say that Georgia and TCU should be there for the playoff. But Bama, they need to win out to get in as a two-loss team. And then NFL-wise, it was loaded yesterday. We saw Russell Wilson was awful once again, and Carolina pulled out the victory at home. Washington just continues to win games under Taylor Heineke. I don't know what it is. The numbers aren't great for him, but when Brian Robinson gets the over 100 yards rushing, Antonio Gibson there as well, the one-two punch in the run game and improved defense, they figured out a way to beat uh, Atlanta yesterday. Cincinnati just seems to have Tennessee's number. They won by four in Tennessee. The Jets rolled over the Bears, who didn't have Justin Fields. Cleveland kept their season alive by knocking off Tampa Bay in overtime, a come-from-behind victory there. Jacksonville upset Baltimore, uh, probably the biggest upset of the day. They were four-point underdogs at home. The, we saw the Chargers. They barely edged out the Cardinals yesterday. Vegas, in what I thought was the game of the day until the Sunday nighter, might have matched it. But uh, Vegas, they came back, one in overtime, 40-34. to 34. Josh Jacobs has to be the offensive player of the week this week. He had 300 all-purpose yards, whether that be rushing or receiving. We saw San Fran shut out New Orleans. Kansas City took care of a battered Rams team. And then Philly and Green Bay. Philly wins 42-33 in, in the Sunday night football matchup. So really good weekend overall on the sports side of things. Now, we've already got the World Cup that's kicked off today, so won't be having a bet there for this uh, Serbia and Cameroon game since it just finished, but 3-3 three to three there, one of the higher scoring games that we've seen so far in this tournament. And so with that, we are going to head over, talk about the daily slate of games, and before we do, let's play the video. All right. Now, as I said, we are in the World Cup right now. 
uh, day nine of the tournament. We're looking at groups G and H today. Um, overall, group G, it appears to be in hand with Brazil. Um, they're sitting on three points. Swiss are on three as well. Um, that's going to be a pivotal game in that group today. But uh, also we have group H, Portugal there on three, Korea and uh, Uruguay are both on one and Ghana on zero. So this South Korean Ghana game is going to be really telling um, later on today. Actually, I think it kicks off in just about an hour's time here. Um, I actually would lean Ghana in this matchup, despite the fact that they're the one on zero points. They did suffer a tough loss to Portugal, but they put up a great fight against them. I'm not that sold on the South Koreans so far. I'm going to stay away from it on the betting side of things. But I think if you are leaning either side in this game, Ghana is probably where you'll get the value. It has been a lower scoring scoring tournament, so I wouldn't recommend taking over two and a half. Uh, but overall, that's where I'm at with that game. Brazil and Switzerland, I still think that Brazil are the team to beat in this group, despite the fact that there's no Neymar up front. If he was playing today, I would definitely be leaning taking the over in this game. But I just don't know how this Brazilian attack, I know they have plenty of options up front but a lot of it runs through Neymar. So I want to see them play without him. He should only be out for the group stage and then he'll be back later in the tournament. But uh, I'm very intrigued by this game today. See if Brazil has those attacking options outside of him and go and get a result off a pretty good Switzerland side that always is there um, from Europe. And then the game of the day is going to be the late one at 1 p.m. We're going to see Portugal, who are plus 105, taken on Uruguay at plus 300. A lot of similar players here went when these two teams met in 2018, you still got Suarez and Cavani up front for Uruguay, and you still got uh, you still have Cristiano Ronaldo up front for Portugal. Um, Uruguay, they were scoreless in their first game, but they scored in their first three prior to that. And then Portugal, they've scored in their last four games as well. Um, I do think that they're more the more complete team here. But what's scaring me from betting this money line, not only the fact that I've lost pretty much all of my World Cup bets, but it's the fact that the, the better team hasn't won out in this tournament. If you go, I love looking at the XG uh, stats to see what's the expected goals for teams. And I, I bet you you're about 50% of teams that are expected to win are actually winning right now, which is a very low rate. So I'm intrigued by this one today. I do think that Portugal will come out on top at plus 105 but that won't be our official play from this game. We do have one for you, though, later on. Now, NBA-wise, there is 10 games on the slate for you here today. A lot of them are stay-away games for us, only really looking at four games here tonight. So starting with Cleveland and Toronto. Uh, Cleveland, they have not played well recently. They've won just four out of their last 10. They're also 0-5 on the road over that stretch. They have not been a great road team. They're also playing on a back-to-back, and they're a little bit hobbled given the fact that there's no Karis LeVert, there's no Jared Allen or Kevin Love for them for the foreseeable future. Toronto, they are 5-5 five and five over their last 10, but they're also 4-1 and one at home over that stretch. Um, head-to-head, they've also won six of the last 10 matchups, including the last two. And so they they don't have Pascal Siakam. They won't have Precious Achua either, but otherwise Toronto are relatively healthy. So I think if I'm leaning anywhere tonight, go bet the Toronto Raptors money line against Cleveland, um, given all those things that I just said. Charlotte and Boston are tonight. Now, Charlotte, they're just a really bad basketball team. Um, They are just one and four on the road recently, but they've also covered three of those games on the road despite losing. Boston, they've won nine out of their last 10. They're 5-0 at home, 
and they covered four of those games as well. Um, Boston is on a back-to-back though. So uh, this is one that I'm a little bit weary of. I know that they handled Washington by nine at home, but now they have a quick turnaround to take on Charlotte. Luckily they're at home once again, but Charlotte is a team that likes to cover. So if I'm leaning anywhere, I would actually take the Charlotte plus 10 and a half. That is very tough to say though, given they're a bad team. So this is the least confident play that I would have, but I would lean the Hornets plus 10 and a half. If you can get that up to plus 11 or 11 and a half, I'd feel a lot better about it. Then you got Chicago and Utah. Utah, they are minus three and a half yesterday. That's dropped to minus two and a half. Neither team played last night, so they are both well rested. The Bulls are plus three on the road because they won just three of their last 10 games and they're one and four on the road over that stretch. But that being said, Utah's come back down to earth after a hot start. They're three and seven in their last 10 and one and two at home. Um, I would look at their head to head a little bit, which tells me that they've gone under in six of their last seven games. So we could see a lower scoring game. That being said, Vegas has a very high number for this game. It's a bit confusing to me, might be a trap line, but it is one that I'm intrigued in uh, heading into today. And then Phoenix versus Sacramento, the Kings, they are minus one and a half tonight against the Phoenix Suns. They've won seven of their last 10, but they have won, lost two straight games. So I am a little bit worried about this Kings team. And the Suns, they've won six of their last 10, but they're just one and four on the road. So they have not been a great road team. Sacramento, they have covered seven of the last 10 games head to head, and they went under in six of those games. But what worries me about this one tonight is in order for them to cover, they have to outright win this game at home. So I would lean Phoenix money line. It would be plus money, despite the fact they've been poor on the road. That would be my lean. It's not an official show play, but it is one that really caught my eye. Then when we're talking NHL wise, there's six games on the slate tonight. Three of them caught my eye when I looked at them this morning. The first one being Vegas versus Columbus, because Vegas, they haven't been great recently. They've won five of their last 10, but they're 3-0-1 on the road, so they're really good on the road. Uh, they're taking on a Columbus team who are 4-4 four and four at home over that same 10-game stretch. Now, Columbus, they've won five of the last eight matchups between the two sides, but they also went under in five of those eight games. So I would lean the under here. I think it's going to be a five, maybe six-goal game, and you can get Logan Thompson and Corpus Allo in net tonight. So... I like the under in that Vegas-Columbus game. Then we've got Dallas and St. Louis tonight. This is just a straight-up goaltender battle for me because it's two of my favorite goalies in the league in Jordan Bennington and Jake Ottinger. Dallas, they are 4-3-3 three, and three in their last 10, and the Blues, they're one of the hottest teams in hockey. They've won eight of their last 10 games, and they've gone 4-0 at home over that stretch. So St. Louis has also had Dallas's number Head-to-head recently, they've won seven of the last 10 meetings, but they've also gone under in the last five matchups. So expecting another low-scoring game here tonight, we do have one this game as an official show play. Then Florida, they're minus 105 versus Edmonton, who are also minus 105. So it's a straight-up pick em from Vegas tonight. But I would lean Edmonton in this matchup if you're going anywhere. They've had the edge recently. Um, they've gone under in three of the last four matchups. Uh, one of those was also a push. So you could also go the under here at six and a half, plenty of goals. I, uh, or sorry, take the over six and a half because you're sitting at seven right now by the half a goal. You get Bobrovsky versus Campbell. I think neither goaltender has been great. And I think we see a very up and down game as you often do with the Edmonton Oilers. So 
lean the over, but also take Edmonton at home. Then NFL-wise, we got one game for you here tonight. That's Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. The Steelers are 3-7, and seven, and the Colts are 4-6-1. and one. Still got interim coach Jeff Saturday at the helm. But that team's looked a lot better since Saturday took over. They're 2-1 and one in their last three games against the spread, so they do a good job of covering under his leadership. Pittsburgh defense with uh, TJ Watt healthy uh, could prove to give Indy some issues, but Pickett, He's also not been great for them since he's took over the rookie as the starter. And so I think this is going to hinge on the play of Matt Ryan. The Steelers do have the 31st uh, pass defense in the NFL. So if he can get it going with Pittman and Campbell and company, then I think uh, it could be a long night for the Steelers. And then college basketball wise, two games tonight, two ranked teams. That is number three, Kansas taking on Texas Southern. Don't bet this game. Kansas, they're just one and six against the spread, but I really don't want to go and lay points with Texas Southern tonight. And then the other game is Troy versus number nine, Arkansas. Again, just really don't like this number. Troy, they're six and one, and they're uh, three and one against the spread. And Arkansas are five and one. So Arkansas are heavy favorites. They're minus 19 and a half. Don't love it given how Troy's looked early on. So this is definitely a stay away game for me tonight in college basketball so with all that being said we've gone through all the games so what are we actually betting tonight that's what you guys are all here to hear and that is our last call pick segment which is sponsored by last mountain distillery and before we give you our picks let's play the video All right, as I said, Last Mountain Distillery, they are a family-owned and operated company based out of Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now, including their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local... We got the hoodie on this morning. Local candy cane vodka. So go and check out Last Mountain Distillery. Love their products. Always support local, especially as we head into the holiday season. So let's start with our first play today, which is a World Cup play. Portugal versus Uruguay. Going to take both teams to score at plus 105 for two units. Now, we have not won a bet on the World Cup since the England game, and I'm not talking about their second one. I'm talking about their first game, so it's been a while. But this is actually my favorite play that I've seen over the last little bit. I haven't been putting out a lot of World Cup plays, but I saw this one and loved it. I just think both of these teams have a ton of attacking power. Neither backline is particularly strong. If there is one that uh, is, it would be Portugal's. But Uruguay has proven in the past that they can break down this back line that Portugal has. I think that we're going to see two to one, three to one type finish, but I definitely see both teams scoring today. And so I feel very confident in this one today at plus 105. NFL wise, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts first half draw no bet at minus 145. So if they end up tied at halftime, this is a push. We're going to play it a little bit on the safer side, but I do like the Colts at home today. As I said, I don't love Pickett as a QB. Indy are 12th against the run, so I think they're going to be able to keep Najee Harris in check, especially with that poor O-line that they have. And while the Steelers' defense, they're going to create pressure on Matt Ryan 
as I said, they're still 31st against the pass. So I think the Colts receivers are going to have a good night. And I think Matt Ryan's going to deliver at least in the first half of this game. So give me the first half draw no bet at minus 145 for one and a half units. Then the Chicago Bulls versus the Utah Jazz is where we're heading for our next play. And where we're heading for this game is under 236 and a half at minus 110 for one unit. And I just don't love the recent form of either team. And so I think this total is very steep. As I mentioned earlier, they've gone under in six of their last seven. And so to get this kind of juice when you've got Connolly and Markkinen are both game time decisions. Chicago are fully healthy, but haven't looked great. I just love this game to go under. I think one of these teams is going to be flat tonight. I think it could be Utah, but that's where I'm leaning for this game tonight for one unit. And then to cap it off on the NHL side of things, Dallas Stars and St. Louis Blues under six and a half at minus 128. I just really love the recent form of both of these goalies. Now, Bennington had two rough starts in a row. But he won six games prior to that and looked great. And Ottinger in his last six starts were either wins or overtime losses. So I'm giving up. He's giving up an average of two and a half goals per game. I'm not giving up anything, but he's given up two and a half goals per game right now. He's been in great form. And so I expect a low scoring game here between two Western Conference contenders to finish off our day. Make sure to go and follow us on Twitter as well at HedgePod. We're going to be giving our uh, live bets for college basketball really love watching these lines move throughout the day so i don't love giving out college basketball plays early in the day but we've been hitting at a consistent rate midday so definitely go and follow us turn on the notifications as well so you don't miss those plays and we appreciate everyone who tuned into our live show this morning we will see you guys tomorrow after a profitable day profitable day for the competitive hedge podcast